to casual radio i am oh. your host casual organ and i'm bob scrivener bob's your uncle bob's your uncle here we go again well, like i mean not, I, the, not that kind of uncle not not the not the apple kind of uncle okay because i was like have you met my uncle <laughs> no i probably don't want to i've seen no, how fucked up not. you are i've seen how fucked up you are we we <laughs> yeah i don't even want to think about that Ain't that about a bitch. <laughs> so how's it going, my friend? It is going good as usual. We are trying to get out this content as regular as possible. Get that content going, baby. Entertain Hells, people. Yeah. That's what we're here for, man. That's right. It's all about the entertainment. Casual radio. We are casual. We are chill. We do what we want. Put, put your feet up. Pick, pull up a groove. Get fabulous. That's don't right. worry about don't worry about work. Don't worry about family. Just listen to the dulcet tones crooning in your ears. That's right. And drinking my sweet tea. Yeah, me too. That's that's so, the shit right there. So I think today I'm gonna go with a uh, story or two about some of the worst Karens that I've had to encounter and how I dealt with said Karens. What would you like to cover? I'm, I think that's a good idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about uh, one of the uh, the longest term coworkers that I ever worked with in the uh, the security industry, whose name also starts with a K. And I'm gonna go ahead and call this guy out just because he's uh, he's uh, you know moved on years and years ago, and he's crazy as a shithouse rat. And I've got a lot of good stories about this guy, so uh, we're just gonna talk about him a little bit tonight. Awesome. Well. Let's get casual radio started and ladies first. Go ahead, Junior. <laughs> well, so I used to work with this gentleman. I'm going to tell you the first time I worked with this gentleman. So my first ever day, and this has only been, you know, 15 years ago on the 30th. And uh, I came in on my first day and they sent me to this post. Never been there before. And it was full of just the most jackass people you have ever met. Nice. And the, the, the two, well, the one of the guys, the security guards that I work with got fired about a week later for sexual harassment, sexual harassment. Yeah. He was uh, clipping people's, he would take visitor badges and clip them on women by trying to clip it on their nipples. Oh, good God. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was straight scummy, but uh, so they're like, Hey, come on in, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was brand new. Didn't know anybody. Didn't know anything. So I walk in they're like, yeah, we're going to introduce you to somebody. We'll take you back and introduce you to Kenny. I said, all right, okay, that's fine. So they take me back. They take me back to the mailroom, and this gentleman, Kenny, is standing there, and they left me there. And this guy was crazy, crazy, crazy. And uh, after telling me for about an hour about how I didn't, I quote, didn't know what he'd been through and how he had worked for the FBI, spoiler alert, he had not. Oh, good and, Lord. 
he wrote all over his hands. Um, I finally pulled myself away and kind of made my way back through the building to the front and got lost because I'd never been there before, of course. Right. So it took me about an hour to go from the back to the front. And I got to the front and I said, I'll quit right now. Like, if you guys don't like me, I'll just quit. You don't have to fuck with me like that. I'll just quit. They were like, no, 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 please. Please, no. Like, we were just joking. And I said, don't ever, don't ever make me work with Kenny again. Well, spoiler alert, that is not the last time I had to work with Kenny. Oh, that sounds fun. So douche nozzle. He's not, it wasn't so much that he was a douche. He was actually very polite to me. Like, he was, he tried to be pleasant. He was just crazy. Genuinely just crazy. So Sounds he would like always a say, he would always answer his phone, Kenny Bodovich, FBI. Oh, he uh, dropped because, his whole name. Yeah, fuck him. He's he's not here anymore. He's crazy. Uh, <laughs> he would always answer his phone like that, and um, he wrote all over his hands. Anybody that's ever worked around Kenny knows they recognize him just by that. But he's worked at almost every building that I've worked at to some degree or another. He ended up at the the. Uh, first full-time posting that I had was at a small college in this town that, that I work in and live in. And uh, on my days off, Kenny worked. And this college had just gotten a brand new big screen. And it was back right when they were making the smaller flat screens that didn't have the projection tube on the back. So they were completely flat. It was the first like series of those that they were like kind of putting out. And they had just gotten one of these, and they stuck it in the uh, stuck it in the cafeteria. Well, the guards didn't have access to the cafeteria. We didn't have a key for that. We were just there for like outside rounds. So I get a call at like eleven o'clock from one of the supervisors, and he's like, "Hey, can you come in and finish out the shift from eleven to 2? And I said, "Yeah, no problem." Like, what's going on? He's like, "Oh, you'll know when you get here." So I drive up, and the front door is open, and the alarms are going off. And our supervisor is standing there with a Springfield PD, a Springfield police officer. And um, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And he was like, well, Kenny, apparently, apparently the story was Kenny had decided he wanted to watch the TV, realized that none of his keys would work, kicked the door in to the building we were securing and went in and turned the TV on. Hold up. <laughs> and the best part is, is when the insurance company or the, the fucking the alarm company, when the alarm company called to, to let him know that, you know, hey, the alarms are going off. What should we do? He said, shut these goddamn alarms off. I'm trying to watch TV. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So they called the cops. The cops called the supervisor. Supervisor sent him home. And I came in and finished out the shift and I had to sit by that fucking door for three hours until it was time to leave. And then one of the maintenance guys came and finally fixed the door. So to recap, Captain Dipshit kicked in a door he's supposed to secure so he could watch TV. Oh yeah, and that, I mean, to be fair, that TV was nice for the time. Not nice enough to kick a door in. Yeah, not nice enough to kick a door in. Especially a door you are responsible for keeping secure. Well, I mean, and the thing about it is, is our scheduling guy at the time was living with him. So it's not like his job was in any danger, but still. 
Uh, that should have been an automatic termination, destruction of client property. And oh, no. That, oh, no. No, 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 out. no, no. You know exactly how that works in this kind of business. Right. Shit, that, was, that was a promotion. He was where he literally he was one of the guys that they would call because he would work any shift, anytime, anywhere. So that guy got so much overtime. It was like he would work a month's worth of scheduling in a week. So he was the company bitch. Well, not so much bitch. I mean, shit, he made so much fucking money. He probably made more than, than any of the workers that we ever worked around. He was probably making CEO money at that time. But is a complete dipshit. Oh, yeah, he was just a moron. Like, I, uh, I had to take time off from the building that I'm actually working at now uh, um, uh, because I had a fight. I had an MMA fight. And I worked. The lady that I would come in to, uh, come in to relieve was a, was a feisty little Asian chick. She was really cool, very pleasant, very easy to work with. Uh, but I came in the next week and she like pulled me aside. She was like, listen, motherfucker, do not ever, ever take a day off and leave me with Kenny without at least warning me or I'll twist your balls off. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> because he had come in and come in a half hour early and sat there and talked her ear off until it was time for her to go. You were all, yes, ma'am. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, no, there was no, yes, ma'am. Not a problem. Yeah, oh man, that that was like a wifey attack too. That'd be oh like, yeah, that'd be like Andrea saying, "You're not gonna do this," and I'm like, "Yes, ma'am." Oh, that's exactly what it was like. That is exactly what it was like. You probably Shoot. whimpered too. You're like, I did. Oh. oh yeah, I I had to go clean the poop out of my pants. It was it was it was a little intimidating. Hey man, but, the um, small ones are feisty. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yes they are. Like people say, my wife is fun sized. I'm like, shit. Only no, your wife like C four. Maybe she's yeah, like right, exactly. That's exactly what your wife is like. Little bit, but boom. Yeah, I I, I didn't actually say that, Andrew. He edited me to say that. Yeah, I forced, <laughs> I forced you. Um, he also worked. Uh, he worked at another building with me. Actually, so this is a good story. So, our former illustrious governor Bruce Rauner, oh, scumbag God. Bruce, uh, was coming to give an address at this building that I worked at, and our like the company, not the company, the, uh, the state, um, like contact to our boss, our scheduling lady at the time was like, I don't think I want him here. If the governor's going to be here. And I was like, listen, like I'm willing to come in early, but you got a call. All right. So she called our boss and it was two women, like women in a man's world. Like they were like, they were tight. They were super cool. And uh, they came in, they, you know, they put their heads together and uh, the supervisor who will go on name because I have a lot of respect for her. She was really cool, came out and called us together. And she said, you know, you're coming in early. And she looked at Kenny and she said, you are hiding in the downstairs building and I will be here. If I even see your face peek out of one of those windows, you are fired. (laughs) <laughs> this motherfucker hid in the bathroom for six hours he didn't even take a lunch stuck him in the bathroom he hid in the bathroom in like the third floor and did not come out the entire day and the governor of course when he showed up came in it was like a it was a, a drab november day and it started to rain so he started knocking the handy the old handicapped ladies out of the way so we could get to the elevator first knocking the handicapped over to get through yeah, he was he was a fucking worthless piece of work. He was what he was dick. something. He was a douchebag. Oh, I'm very glad that he's disabled. gone. Let me mess with him. Well, and it was like they were all super. Like the one lady actually stepped aside and kind of waved him on, and he like kicked her 
fucking walker out of the way. Like he was, he was a douche. He was a straight douche. The kind that but, even uh, his bodyguards want to whoop him. Oh yeah, for sure. The 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 state police were there earlier in the day. We were all kind of shooting the shit. They were like, "Yeah, this is this is the scut work. This is not what most of us want to be doing." I was like, "Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not." Yeah, but for the pay, I'm sure they got all kinds of pay. But I mean, at the same time, he was a Republican, so probably not. They probably keep. They he probably cut their pay. Yeah, we'll keep we'll keep the politics out of out of this. Well, that's what that's what he was. That's that's what he does. Shit, nice. none of us were getting paid then. So, do you have any more of the uh, Kenny stories to share? No, Kenny. Kenny did so much shit here. Kenny, uh, <laughs> Kenny got fired finally because they were pretty sure Kenny was asleep here. Oh, I wouldn't imagine he'd be. So they awake. sent they sent uh, sent the dipshit supervisor that we had. They can't write his own name. The, the one that stole from all the sick kids at the hospital. We're not going to name his name, but he's a scumbag. And if he's listening, I hope he fucking drives off a cliff. Damn. Uh, they would send him out nightly to try to catch him asleep, and they never caught him. Never caught him, never caught him. Well, the reason they never caught him was they don't have a key for this building. The building manager here never let a key out. I'm pretty sure the current site supervisor gave this guy our set of keys one night to come in and catch him asleep. But he says he came in and caught him asleep, and that's why they fired him. That's not why they fired him, because they've never fired anybody for sleeping ever. Hell, I'm pretty sure. Promotion. Exactly. I'm pretty sure that he dropped the old N-bomb on this dipshit, and that's why he got fired. But, uh, that yeah, that was. Well, and the thing about it is, is that's not even the last we saw of, uh, of crazy old Kenny. Because Kenny will still, to this day, show up at one of the McDonald's on the bad end of town in his old uniform talking about how he works for the FBI and how nobody knows what he's been through. Wait, really? Yeah, to this day. To this day, if you go over there, you will run into him. So why don't we do that after work one day and just be like... So we don't know when when he's going to show up. That's the thing. He shows up at weird times. I used to live on that end of town, like a block and a half from that place. And I would go there all the time praying that I was going to run into him. Never once did I actually run into him. We need to But I know at point. least two other people whose, whose words that I trust that have been there that have absolutely asked, hey, do you know this guy? Like, his uniform looks like yours, but it, it was yellow instead of gray. And I'm like, oh, no, that's Kenny. Yep. To maybe, this day. Maybe he's stuck in, like, a loop. He just can't get out of that. Well, and the thing about it is, is he doesn't even live in town. He lives over near Lincoln, I think. So he drives a ways to get over here in this uniform. So I wonder if he should. I wonder if he shows up at, at sites in the wrong uniform and tries to get in, not realizing that he doesn't work there anymore. Wait, wait. So he's driving almost an hour to get yep. to a McDonald's to sit at a McDonald's. No, he doesn't sit. He wanders. What the fuck? Yep. Look, I hate this city so much that I made sure I live almost an hour away. I don't come into this bitch unless I'm getting groceries and I have to be in this town or for work. That's it. I work in this yep. town, but I will not live in it anymore. This place is nuts. Oh, People yeah. Like it's, him. It's, yep. They're everywhere. Everywhere I go, I see his face. Everywhere you go, yep, that's right. If you get that Spider-Man reference. <laughs> Spider-Man, 
Far From Home. Uh, see, I haven't seen that one. Uh, see, after Iron Man dies, they're talking about him, and he's like, Well, Iron Man dies! Dies. Spoiler alert! Well, uh, uh, dude, that was a long time ago. Okay, you you, spoiler alert that shit. I didn't close my ears. I haven't seen any of those. Avengers, man. That was, that's like... I didn't watch that one! I haven't seen that one yet. I'm not a hoity-toity fucking Avengers watcher like you. That's hey, some bullshit right there. If it's X-Men or Avengers, I've watched it and I own it. I know. That's what I'm saying. And not all of us do that shit, Mr. Fucking Spoiler Giver. Oh, good God. I fucking remember that. Okay, fine. Spoiler alert. Well, it's too late now. The cat's out of the bag, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 you, you can't make my ears up here, you son of a bitch. Tony I'm not a... Stark gets off. Uh, I was going to say I'm not a woman, but I don't want your wife to kill me. Yeah, like, <laughs> I love my wife, but she's terrifying. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, nope, nope, no, no, no. She is I'm an good. amazing woman, but make her mad. Yep, she's a sweet lady, but if you make her mad, if you, uh, you tell her you're not buying her any furniture, you're fucked. Oh, God, furniture. She spends so much... We're just going to stop that conversation right there before <laughs> I get my butt kicked. That's right. <laughs> if I don't show up and you don't hear from me for days, just know she took me out. Oh, yeah, because you, did, <laughs> you didn't get that, that new end table she wanted. Oh, God. You know the end table that she we went through all that for? That stupid thing is in the garage, right? I was going to say, I know that was the one that was in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, was, that was one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, let's pay $1,000 for an end table and then just stick that bitch in the garage. Well, and then you tripped over it and almost broke your neck, and then you jammed it in the garage after you moved. That's oh, my yeah, favorite was, part. I'm walking around the corner. like She moves furniture so much. That when I wake up, like I'll go to sleep in the living room is in one place. I wake up, walk through, I'm, you know, half awake and bam, end table. And I'm like, what the shit? Yeah, that wasn't there when I went to bed, but now it's like in the middle of the the hallway. Why would <laughs> well, you it was until you, get, it was until you punted it down the hallway after almost breaking your legs on it? Right. I'm like, <laughs> I did not just buy a house for you to kill me in it. <laughs> that's some fucked up shit for fuck's sakes alright so let's hear about this Karen was her uh, name actually Karen actually it was a man okay I was going to say I actually knew a lady named Karen she was a very sweet lady so I, I try not to call people Karens unless they really deserve it No, well this individual really deserved it I'm talking full on let me talk to your supervisor like the whole oh. nine. And I finally got to the point that I'm like, I, you want to ride this? We're going to play, play stupid right. games, win stupid prizes. Bruh. Let's hear it. I, so one night I'm chilling out here with, uh, we're just going to say Mr. EOD. <laughs> Mr. EOD. Right. He's cool as shit. I, He's I, one I, of our I, few cool, one of our few cool coworkers. Right. I really enjoy working with this kid. So, um, and I mean, I'm only 37, so it's not like he's a kid, but you know, he's like in his late twenties. So I digress. So I'm working with this guy and we, it's during the state fair. Now during the state fair, since we work downtown, you know, we get a lot of creepers, we get a lot of strays, we get a lot of crazies and drug addicts. We get all that anyways. 
but during the state fair, up that ante like ten times. They're everywhere. So I get this this uh, very large gentleman with very long hair and a he was wearing a vest, like a biker vest that said Crass. Apparently, that's a <laughs> band that I had never heard of. So I've never heard of that either. Right. Well, I looked them up. Just, just looked them up. Crass. And when we're zooming in, so are we sure of, that it's not like a racist Asian term or something? Like there are a lot of dummies out there. No, 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 no. He. This is actually this. a band. Oh, we discussed, he discussed that with you. Yeah, okay. We discussed it because the name he gave me when I asked him his name was the lead singer. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but we'll get that's, to that. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jumping ahead. Go ahead. Right. So we're watching this guy at one of our areas that we don't allow people. And he's got this freaking pit bull. Like the big pit bulls. So he's walking around and he's got this mullet type of haircut. Glasses and a crass uh, vest. Like a biker vest. And he's on the, the mullet. The mullet is making a comeback. I noticed we see a lot of people with mullets. Yeah, smack yourself. If you've got I'm not saying I want yeah, I, I don't want anybody to have it, but it's making a comeback. Good God. Anyways, so That'd be a good spot for a uh, good spot for uh what is it, LL Cool Chase, don't call it a comeback. No LL Cool J. <laughs> hey, I like LL Cool J. I do too. LL Cool J's got some good music. I I don't hate I don't hate on LL Cool J. But anywho. So this guy's got a pit bull, and he's all over the property like he's not going away. Well, he ends up wandering into a secure garage and getting on the elevator with this dog. And I'm like, ah, snap. So I I run over there, and it's a good distance. By the time I get there, he's on the roof. The roof with his pit bull. The roof is on fire. You know, we don't need no water because we can let that motherfucker burn. You. So this guy so, is on the roof with a pit bull and it is pitch black. There's no lighting in that section. Now, I go up there and I know that there's a giant pit bull. So I'm like, look, I'm not trying to be eaten. I have a general rule. I don't fuck with anything big enough to eat me. I just that's most care. everything. I'm 5'7", fool. Back up. That's what I'm saying. You're you're about as tall as a cup of coffee. Uh, yeah, that that's a valid argument. So, <laughs> I get up there, and this guy's got this pit bull. Well, he's in the dark, so I really can't see him. And I've got my light, and I'm I'm using my light so I can see, but the light hits him. Well, he does not like that. Now, bear in mind, we don't wear. This is important to note. We do not wear body. We don't have shit. Yeah. The equipment we have is old and crappy anyway, but what we have is not, it's not body camera. Not for me. I mean, everything I've got, mostly I bought and I've got some, you know, I just use, I just use company issued stuff because I know I'll get fired otherwise. Well, I'm not, uh, I'm not in, in tight with the homes. You use, you know, company as in OC spray baton and that's, it. Yeah, Everything that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about your uniforms and shit. Oh, yeah, right. Because, like, my firearm, my XD9, that's my personal weapon. Anyways, so I'm armed, but I'm not wearing a body camera because, you know, they're like, you don't even need body armor because we hate you guys so much. 
So they're not going to get the body cam. So I'm up there and I've got the light on him and he puts his hand up above his eyes and he's like, turn that light off. And so I lowered the light out of his yeah. face. You were like a squishy. But I, but I kept it on the dog. And so it's not in his face at all. It's at the ground where the dog is. And he's like, turn off that light. I'm like, first of all, I'm Excuse not taking, me. right. I'm like, I'm taking my light off that big dog. And he's well, second like, all, you ain't nobody to tell nobody nothing. Pretty much. But we haven't got to that part yet. I'm still, I'm still at the polite mode. And I'm like, first of all, that is a big dog. I am for my safety going to keep my light on the animal. And he's like, well, you can't record my dog. Excuse me? <laughs> I don't you... think that's how that works, bud. Right. He said, you can't record my dog without my consent. I'm like, it's a flashlight. <laughs> Do you not see the light that it emits? Uh, it's emitting light. It's uh... <laughs> like, bruh. Uh, well, he's convinced. Funny. Yeah, he's convinced that it's a body cam. And I'm like, sir, technically you are being recorded because there's cameras everywhere. But this is a flashlight, sir. And I'm not. This exact thing is a flashlight. Right. And I said, I am not (laughs) taking it off that animal for my safety. And he said, what do you mean your safety? I said, look, I'm not trying to shoot your dog tonight. But if it attacks me, I'm not going to have a choice. I'm trying for my safety to focus on not getting hurt i don't want you to get hurt i don't want me to get hurt all i need you to do is to get on the elevator go down and leave and he said well you can't record me on the way down sir this is a flashlight (laughs) that's not how those work (laughs) right this this thing does not does not work like that right so, anyways, I'm like, look. Maybe he was an alien. Maybe they have flashlights that record. Well, he gets weirder. So, I'm like, look, I will go down the elevator with you, and I will not record you. All I need you to do is leave. So, we get on the elevator, and now I'm up close with this dog, which really makes me uncomfortable. And on the way down, he's like, did you know I have a dog? Uh... <laughs> no, I sure didn't. Tell me more. <laughs> I'm like, oh my we've, God. we've established this mullet, man. So <laughs> we get down to the bottom and walk out. Well, he starts walking further into the property. I'm like, no, 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 no. I said, you need to just walk out this exit and, you know, be safe. Have a good night. And that, that was the last thing I said. I, and he walks out the exit. Well, now he's standing right outside the exit. So I'm like, I radio in to uh, EOD I'm like, all right, look, keep an eye on this guy. I'm going to head back in. He's complied. And as I turn around, the guy yells and he says, officer, officer. Uh, so I turn around, I get on the radio and of course the radio sucks. So EOD can't understand what I'm saying. I said, the guy is saying, officer, officer, I need you. What EOD heard was, Something, something, officer, as in maybe he needs to call 911. So <laughs> he calls me on my cell phone because the radio's broken. He's like, Do you need the police? I'm like, No. 
I will let you know if you need anything, right? Just keep a camera on us. So I get up there or walk up to him and he's still got the dog. Well, I keep a distance. And he's like, why won't you come over here? I said, I am close enough that you can hear me and I can hear you clearly, but I'm not going near your dog. And he's like, well, it's a rescue. Now I'm really not going near your dog. Either way, like who fucking cares? Right. I'm like, that means it's possibly aggressive. So he says, officer, officer, I need your help. And he's like, I need directions. I said, where? To to where we just were. I want to go back up there. What? No, no, you're not going back up to where I just told you you can't be. What I was telling you was fuck off. Right. And he's like, have you heard of Crass? I'm like, what? And he shows me his vest. He's like, have you heard of Crass? Now it's like, one of the vietnam style vests it's got the buttons clipped everywhere you know what i mean the little tiny smiley face and all the peace symbol he's got all that on there so i wasn't in vietnam but i'll take your word for it well you've seen what the the vests look like in the season stuff during that time period they had a little smiley buttons in any damn ways so he's working at it again he asked me about Crass, and I said, I'm sorry, I have no idea who, who Crass is. I'm sure they're a good band, but I just need you to leave. And he says, you know what? I need you to get another officer out here. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm like, well, unfortunately, you've got me. What's your name and your badge number? I don't have to tell you that. And then he says... By Which is law. funny because we don't have batch numbers. <laughs> yeah, we're getting to that. So he says, I want your name and your badge number. By law, if I request it, you have to give it to me. I said, actually, no, I don't. And he said, well, aren't you a public servant? No, no, I'm not. Aren't you a sworn officer? No, no. I'm and he's like, well, I want your badge number. Show me it. I said, well, my badge is right here. I said, but I don't know the number. And he said, well, why don't you know your own badge number? Well, I said, I've got like three of these, and we just get them out of a box, sir. (laughs) Bro, when I tell you this man got heated, like his face is turning red, he was mad. Oh, you got him all pissed off. Oh, yeah, I'm like, we got him out of a box. That's fucked up. Oh, yeah, he's flared up. I want your name. I'm not giving you my name. If you want the badge number, just read it. I don't know what it is. I can look down and tell you. And he's like, I want your supervisor now. I said, bro, all I need you to do is leave the property. I don't need just keep walking. I don't need to call Springfield. I don't need to get the police down here or do an official trespass and then have you arrested. I said, I don't want to go through all that. Have a good night. Just move on. I go to walk away. I'm just like, cut, bait, walk away. I'm done. I'm I, I'm ex-filling out of this fucking situation entirely. I'm about facing the fuck up out of there. And then I hear it. Let me talk to your manager now! Alright. Hey, you know hey he told you. I'm, I said the same thing that my wife says to me. You really want to poke the bear? You get what you <laughs> get. <laughs> That's, right. So I, That's right. Right? Politeness is now over with. You've exhausted my patience. It's on like Donkey Kong, son. Let me talk to your manager. I turned around. I said, first of all, I'm all you got. There is no manager. He's home. My manager's at home in bed. Would you like me to call and wake him up? Yes. 
I said, well, that's not going to happen. Have a good night. Please leave the property. We need another officer out here now. I said, you know what? Let me try and get you one. So I radio in to uh, EOD and I'm like, hey, can I get a second officer? He comes back across the radio. He's like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) So this dude is now fucking fuming. Like he is all sorts of angry. And again, he keeps repeating. I want your name. I want your badge number. I said, well, look, we've already discussed the badges, but if you want my name and I gave him a name, but it was a airport. I gave him airport. Uh, You gave him him faith healers name. Yeah. I gave him faith healers name. I'm like, my name is, are you happy now? Please leave. And he's like, you know what? Trespass me. I said, excuse me. I want you to, I want you to put your handcuffs on me right now. Wait, what? He was was into it. Yeah. I'm like, uh, no, we're not going that route. He's like, well, you got a gun. And <laughs> what does any of this have to do with you walking five feet off the property? I Bro, want... you, get all, you, get, you get all the creepy stalkers that want you to yep. do the freaky shit to them. And he's like, I want you to call the police right now, and I want them here. I said, you realize if they show up, you're going to jail, right? If I call them, you realize you're going to jail. Like, I need to explicitly, I need to explain this in a manner that you can understand you're going to jail at your request. Well, the sad part is, is he probably wouldn't because PD is useless, but. Oh yeah, we get to that too. So I'm, I'm trying to explain this to him with, you know, and I didn't have any crayons. That yeah, I, I was going to say you didn't have crayons. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have my crayons that I give to dumb people. So I said, all right, if you want, I'll call Springfield police, but I really don't want to. I don't want to do the paperwork. I don't want to do the hassle. I just want to go and do my job. You know, you've already wasted 30 minutes of my time. Just move along, sir. But no, he demands it. He demands it. I'm talking he stomps his feet. He's huffing. He's puffing. He's Karen. (laughs) Full mode Karen. He's like level 10 boss Karen at this point and he is just screaming his face is red he's spitting as he's screaming like he is all sorts of angry at me and i'm trying to be as nice as i can i said all right you know what i'll call springfield police so i call springfield freaking police and i'm like look i have an individual trespassing on the property refusing to leave and is clearly stating that he will not leave unless he's arrested now the dispatcher's like wait he wants to be arrested i said look He wants to be arrested. I just want him off the property. We don't have to go through that, but he is refusing. It's been almost 45 minutes at this point. I, I clearly am not going to be able to de-escalate this guy. Just get him. So Springfield's like, all right, we're going to get him. Now we're waiting for Springfield. I gave him the exact location of where I was standing. One way street. You cannot miss me. Period. So unless you're Springfield PD. Right, so we're waiting on them, and now he's telling me that he uh, uh, he was saying something about nine eleven, <laughs> about how nine eleven upset him, how the government is using us, like he's going into full tinfoil hat mode now. But he's super polite, like he totally did a switch. Now he's super polite. Well, yeah, he got what he wanted, and waiting to be arrested. Like, he's happy now. 
because he knows he's going to be arrested or something. I'm like, I don't know how – that's not how any of this works. So Springfield's on the way. He's polite. We're having a conversation. I finally got him to calm down, and I'm like, hopefully he'll just leave now. No, he decided to stay until Springfield arrives. Oh, well, yeah, of course. God's sakes. So I get a radio transmission from EOD, from control room. And he says, SPD, you know, the one that just drove past us, goes to the primary building's loading dock over a block away, (laughs) managed to miss us, parks in the loading dock and just sits there. It's like, dude, you're a block in the wrong direction. Well, apparently, as they drove behind me, because I'm focused on him, they drive behind me down the other one-way street that's connected, drove right behind us. He sees them, and, all right, well, have a good day, and bolts. Wait a minute. I thought you wanted to be arrested so bad. Right. I'm like, you just put me through all this, and then you bounce? So now I'm doing the walk of shame. I've got to walk all the way, a city block, back to where the SPD officer is sitting. And I walk up to his cruiser, and I go to the passenger side, you know, kind of wave at him, make sure I don't startle him or anything, because they're crazy. And he says, I don't see the guy that I'm looking for. I said, are you here for the call for removal for trespass? Yes. I said, well, he's a block in the other direction. You missed him. You drove right past us. He's like, well, I saw you. Wait. If you (laughs) You saw saw us, then why are you here? Yeah, why did you come here and why didn't you stop? Right. So I said, you know what? Officer, have a good night. He's gone. Problem solved. And I just walk in the building. (laughs) Go back to wasting taxpayer money and get the hell out of here. Right. I'm just done. Screw this. I'm out. I don't get paid enough for this. Like, I did not buy tickets to this circus. But there's plenty of clowns. A lot of clowns. And that was my worst of the Karen experiences. That's sad. Just sad. Demand to be arrested for... Demand to be arrested and then run away from it? Like, that's my favorite. I think reality hit him. Like, he, he got a reality punch in the face and was like, oh, wait a minute, I'm going to jail. Well, the thing about it was he probably wouldn't have. The guy would have just said, hey, man, leave. And he'd have been like, sir, and laugh. Like, it was the same thing that you were doing. Like, it, it was completely unnecessary. Yeah, none of this should have been a thing. It, he just, at the very first, should have just walked off the property, and we would have been done, parted ways. But, no, I, I mean, he ended up, at, from start to finish, it was a little over an hour of my time that this man wasted just to walk away anyways. I'm always shocked that, like, you don't have more stalkers just show up that you deal with, like, all the time. You had the one stalker that was showing up all the time, that was showing up when you weren't there, that was asking for you. Well, we've got time if you want me to do the stalker story. I mean, shit, you tell your version, I'll tell my version. All right, well, my version starts with one night. I'm sitting in control room and we see a uh, Dodge Grand Caravan. It was a uh, carbon gray ish Dodge Grand Caravan pulls into that secure garage and goes loop, 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 drives up to the roof parks like almost bumper touching the wall gets out. And this female stands on the bumper leaning over the edge. 
she's using her car because she's short. She's using her car and literally looking directly over the ledge. So my first thought, oh, crap, we got a jumper. I haul ass. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, yo, keep cameras on her. Do not lose sight of her. Be ready to call 911. Because we get a lot of people that do that TikTok. So... We've well, that was when you had the faith healer, too. So he was probably wanting to go out so he could heal her. So, but you got out too fast. Yeah, by heal, you mean touch her butthole. Well, he only uh, does that for certain people that like apples. Right. So I've had, I've had teenage <laughs> girls at 3 o'clock in the morning in pajamas. And Good. I don't, I don't think you should tell that story. Yeah, well. You'll be going to jail. No. They were, <laughs> they were dressed as animals, and they were dancing. Uh. And filming it on the ledge. They were standing on the ledge of the four-story garage dancing and filming it. When I came out, I scared the shit out of them. I'm like, get off the ledge now. I yelled at them. Like, I realized they were teens. So I put dad mode on, and I'm like, get off that ledge now! And they're like, oh, shit! And they definitely got off the ledge. So anyways, stalker girl. She's leaning over the ledge. So I'm not sure what she's doing. As I get off the elevator on the fourth floor, I hear a song playing. Like, she's blasting this music. And it's the song that's famous from Fast and the Furious when Paul Walker died. Like, it was the big uh, farewell to Paul Walker. It was a really good song about when I see you again. Mm, I'll take your word for it. I don't watch those movies. I'll send you a YouTube link. It's actually a really good video. Um, Tribute to Paul Walker. It's a music video, fool. Shut up. So, anyways... She's playing this. She still doesn't realize. And I just came from the driver's side of the car off the elevator. So there's no way she shouldn't have seen me. But she didn't notice I was there. I get behind the vehicle and I call in the license plate and the vehicle description. That way, if something happens, they can identify this female. And I walk up next to her as slow as I can. I didn't want to startle her. And she looks over, finally notices I've been standing there for like 45 seconds, just standing next to her. And then she notices me and freaks out. And like, she's got tears streaming down her face. She's crying. And I don't know what her situation is, but I'm definitely trying to make sure she doesn't jump off this roof. And she looks at me and she's crying. And that's a lot of paperwork, to be fair. Yeah, I actually said that. (laughs) So she's like, look, I am just so depressed. I just lost a friend of mine. And that's what that song, that's why she was listening to that song. And she's like, it's so horrible. He was my best friend and I don't know how I can handle this. And I said, well, look, jumping off the roof here is not going to help you. I said, first of all, it's not high enough to kill you, but it will fuck you up. And she just starts laughing. She's like, what? Like, she did not, I don't even know why I said it, but it changed up the whole dynamic, and she starts laughing now. She found it funny, and I said, you know, plus it's way too much paperwork. So she's laughing. You're not wrong. Right, so she's laughing, she comes down, and I stood out there for about 45 minutes, and I just listened to her. I'm like, look, if you need to talk to somebody to prevent you from committing suicide, I'll stand there. Because I I don't want that to happen. I don't want you to harm yourself if I can prevent it. A, it's not my job, but B, I'm a human. I'm not I'm not a, an asshole that's just like, hey, jump, do a flip. Yeah, and, right. You know, we've got some of those like you. Oh, yeah. You're like, do a flip, aim for the bushes. 
I wouldn't tell them to do a flip, and if they aim for the bushes, then they won't die. Right. I'm not that mean. So I'm listening to her, and it gets crazy. Her husband works for Illinois State Police. They've got like five kids, including a six-month-old or something at that time. Not only does her husband, he's an investigator for the Illinois State Police. He's not a trooper, but he's just one of the people that does the background checks for FOID cards and whatnot. Which by the time, uh, you know, the FOID card system is so backed up, I was about to ask her as a favor. You know, I saved your life. Can you get my FOID card finally? And she, you were carrying a gun without a FOID card? Shit. Well, no, it just, it, it was in renewal process because they're so backed up on renewals. No, I was still legal. So screw the ATF. It was still legal. Mm-hmm. According to Illinois state law, I read the law. So she's telling me not only is he work for state police, but he's in the Illinois Army National Guard. And like she's going through telling me all this, he's a sergeant, but he's a total piece of garbage. Treats her horribly, hates their kids. Like it's horrible. It's a bad so situation. Says. So she says, right. But I'm just hearing her out. And my goal is just to prevent her from jumping off the damn ledge. And I've now got her away from the ledge and towards her car. And I'm just listening to her telling me about everything about her husband, about when he was in Kuwait and all kinds of stuff. Like she sent him a uh, video of the gender reveal that it was a girl when he was in Kuwait. And I guess he yelled at her because she uh, interrupted a meeting he was in. Mm -hmm. Like if my wife... I mean, every step of my kid's life, I was there for every appointment with my wife. I didn't miss anything. I was there before they were born. I I went through everything. I never missed a single doctor's appointment for my girls. This dude's like, yo, you're interrupting me. I'd like to to slap him myself. Oh, yeah. He sounds like a douchebag. Right. So anyways, I've now got her off the ledge. She's now by the car. She's telling me all this and that about her husband. And she's like, I really want to thank you for taking the time to talk to me. I said, well, I have no problem talking to you. I am glad that you feel better, but you're trespassing. Damn, ice cold. (laughs) Well, I mean, shit, I got a job to do. So I'm like, hey, I apologize. It's state property. If you're okay driving home safe. I said, do you feel like you can drive home safe? If not, I will get you a taxi. And we'll figure something out. I Are you sure you're in condition? And she's like, you know what? I live about 45 minutes away, but thank you so much. I feel so much better. I'm just going to go ahead and go. And she does. She gets in her car and she leaves. I come in, do the reports because, you know, I didn't call 911, but I've got a potential suicide here. So I, I went ahead and did paperwork. So if they look back, they can check everything. So I think that's fine. About two three weeks later was it i'm on it was about two weeks later yeah okay so the second experience was about two weeks later i'm on outside patrol and i get a call about two females in the park area and one's got a skateboard and according to airport mr faith healing dipshit according to him one of them has what looks like a weapon so i go out there and i'm already at the building at the park so i circle around i'm already there and it's her her cousin and they have a skateboard he identified this weapon and it was a skateboard (laughs) they were doing a photo shoot like she was doing poses and her cousin was taking pictures of her with this skateboard 
So oh. I go out. Yep. So I go out there and she's like, I remember you. I'm like, yeah, I remember you too. Are you feeling any better? I asked her if she felt any better because the last interaction was awkward. And she's like, yeah, I feel so much better. You know, we're just doing a photo shoot with this skateboard. Is that okay? I said, yeah, I'll give you like five, 10 minutes and go ahead and do what you need to do. As long as you stay away from the building and have a good night. And I'm like, so how long have you been skateboarding? Oh, I don't skateboard. Wait, what? (laughs) She's out here doing a photo shoot with a skateboard, but doesn't skateboard. And now this time she's got her cousin. So she's already introduced me to her cousin. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to continue. You guys take 15 minutes and take your pictures and go. And they do. The next situation. Oh, yeah. I come in the building. So this is situation three, which is a couple weeks after that. I come in. So I'm not on duty yet because I don't clock in until right about midnight. So I'm in the room, in the control room, about to clock in. I'm getting my gear. I'm getting my radio. I'm getting my keys. And another officer who I'm not going to name, Mr. Uh, We'll call him drive-by shooting because during the pandemic riots, apparently someone shot up his patrol car and he leaned back. and (laughs) The pandemic, quote-unquote, riots. (laughs) Yeah, and he's talking about his patrol car got shot up. I'm like, yeah, we would have heard about that. But carry on the story, bro. He was full of shit. Yeah, Mr. I love to OC spray everybody. Oh, he, he, he boxed everybody, too. Don't forget that. Yeah, so he calls in the radio about this woman that he's trying to remove. And they're doing a car, like a car photo shoot. And she's like, is Cody there? And I'm listening to the radio. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. But so I'm like, no, no. And they radio back. No, he's not on duty. And they left. Well, about an hour or so later, I am on duty and I'm at the parking garage. And a bunch of cars come rolling up to the roof. A bunch of cars, like a minivan, two other jank cars, and then a Nissan 370Z, which is actually really cool. And they start doing a photo shoot on the roof. A straight-up photo shoot. Like, they're smoking and doing a photo shoot. So I go up there, and I'm like, this is now the third encounter with her. And I'm like, hey, you guys, that's a really cool car, but you guys can't be here. You know you can't be here. I just need you to leave. And they're like, well, can we get a couple photos? I said, look, you got five minutes and you need to leave. I'm being as nice as I can. About five, ten minutes go by and they do leave. Now, onto your story, when I'm sitting at home playing World of Warcraft on Friday night, I think it was, it was a uh, yeah. It would have been a Friday night, Saturday morning. Uh, so these dipshits circled the <laughs> circled them and then backed up almost Whoa. back through. Don't don't location drop. Uh, okay, around the building. So they these dipshits show up at the building and drive around two or three times and then back up to one of the loading docks and almost back through the loading dock and then they get out and they start like shaking their little tushies in front of the car and shit oh, and. Goodness. And we said, I sent uh, Faith Healer out. He's like, yeah, this is, uh, this is Corey's buddy. She, she says that Corey says it's okay. I said, oh, okay, well, I'll just let him know that he says it's okay. And they finally left like five minutes later. I texted you and you're like, I said, wait, what? 
you called and you were like, hey, she's back? Like, yep, she she says she's calling Andrea. I don't know what's going on. She's going to fight her for you. Oh, good God. No, but you sent me a text message. I still got it, probably. And you sent a message. You're like, did you authorize these people to do a photo <laughs> shoot? And I'm like, and you texted me, she said you gave her authorization. And I'm like, the hell I did. Oh, I'm yeah, like, she... She's going to come back in the middle of the day and fucking tell people that. (laughs) I'm sitting at home playing World of Warcraft. No, no. This is my World of Warcraft night. Everyone's in bed. Everyone's asleep. I'm playing WoW. I don't know what this woman's talking about. (laughs) Oh, that was fun. She hasn't been back since, which is disappointing. But Uh, No, it's not disappointing. Someday. I don't don't need a, a stalker. No. Well, so next time she shows up, I'm giving her your badge number. <laughs> yeah, give her my give her my badge. Number. Give her airport's name. His real name. Well, no, is... no, and she knows your name. Remember, because her husband her her husband was National Guard. But anyways, yeah, uh, no, did yeah, you worked at the National Guard? He knows you. All they know, all she knew was my first name, and she thought it was Cody, which means technically she doesn't know my name. So we're good. And I never carry my badge that has my photo ID on it. I keep that in my back pocket. And there's a reason I keep that on my back pocket because everyone that works here knows who I am. I started here when this building first opened in 2005. So like I was, these people know me, so they don't need to see my, my badge to know who I am plus the uniform. But all the people I interact with, you don't need to know anything. I don't legally have to tell you my name. And I'm damn sure not just giving my information away. That's all right. If she asks me, I'll tell her. Yeah, well, that's because you're a dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Don't you forget it. That's what friends are for, right? Hey, that's right. Bob's your uncle, baby. Good God. On that note, uh, I think we've told some good stories here tonight. Uh, I think we've got a little something to plug this week. What, what are we plugging this week, Mr. Mister Worgen? Well, one of the things we're plugging is that we will start having some casual radio, casual Worgen merchandise. We just happen to have someone who is starting up a, uh, they call it a cry cut. I call it a cricket, whatever. But she's starting one of those machines and she will be available to start making merchandise for us. Nice. Make so some uh, have... make some shirts and some hoodies and all Whatever kinds of good stuff. Want. That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to be looking to do a website very soon, so be be on the lookout for Casual Porgan and and uh, Bob Scribner uh, merchandise. And don't forget to look forward to of every month a new episode of Lore and More. And every and, Friday at 5 p.m., we will be trying to do a new episode of Casual Radio. New new episode of Casual Radio every Friday. And then we're right now, as of uh, as of right now, plans are tentatively in place to be having at least one episode a month of an RPG game. Uh, I think we're going to start off with uh, Delta Green, which is a uh, an investigative horror game, kind of kind of loosely, uh, kind of similar to the X Files. And uh, then nice. after that, you never know. We'll uh, we'll figure something out. We've been discussing a lot about uh, switching over to Pathfinder Second Edition. If we do that, I've been looking into uh, into some of the games for that. So we got and a lot of stuff coming up. And don't forget that this is Halloween this weekend, so we will be releasing the first. Very nice. She the the, the curse of the the curse of the Blumpkin Apple. Yep, both my daughters are involved <laughs> in it, and it's crazy. It's funny. 
Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good stuff, man. But uh, I think I think we've got uh, we've got a lot of good stuff going on, and uh, everybody needs to keep an eye out for it. But um, on that note, it's it's been a good show, sir. And uh, thanks for having me. Yep, and don't forget that Casual Worgen is also available on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we are going to start a Patreon account with YouTube sometime soon. Coming soon to Patreon and YouTube. So yeah, and keep Twitch. an eye out. And Twitch, yeah, he's gonna. All right, we're gonna uh, have casual flooring on Switch. Everyone, have a nice, safe Halloween, the best you can with COVID, and we are out. Later.